Welcome back to another episode of Broad Street LinkedIn. I'm Reed, and we got some big news today, guys. You know, um, the Nick Sirianni, Howie, Howie Roseman presser was today. Got some nice information from that. Uh, today, we're going to be talking about the D.C. Looks like Vic Fangio is going to be our defensive coordinator for next year. Uh, we're going to talk a little bit about the OC, not too much um, until we get a more definitive uh, direction and answer here. And we're also going to touch on the Covey comments on Hertz. Uh, if you guys are not familiar with the situation, I'll walk us through it. But to start, it looks like uh, Vic Fangio is going to be our next DC. You know, we, we wanted Fangio last year. Uh, the timing didn't work out. Gannon left too late. And by that time, Fangio was already locked in with the Dolphins. You know, the defense for the Dolphins, when healthy, was solid. Uh, they just, you know, they went through a lot of injuries. But, uh, you know, more, more importantly, we've been trying to implement the Fangio defense for the last few years now. You know, obviously, Sean Desai was a student. Um, you know, although it's stale, it's non-aggressive, it's bend but don't break, you might as well get the guy who pioneered it, right, if, if we're going to continue to try and implement it. Um, and, you know, the guys that will be back from last year, the last few years, they're, they're familiar with the scheme. So, you know, if you listened to the episode yesterday, I was uh, talking about the decision between uh, Denard, Wilson, and Ron Rivera. And I mentioned I was leaning Rivera just due to, you know, the experience there. Like, we obviously went young and inexperienced last year. I think we definitely could use some experience this year. So, um, you know, I... If I had to give it a grade, I'd say B plus. Like I, I guess like he does fit what we're trying to do here. I I was hoping for a little bit more of an aggressive caller. Uh, you know, you saw what Todd Bowles did to us. You saw what the Bills did to the Chiefs earlier on in the game. Uh yeah, I'll give it a B plus, you know. Uh moving on to the OC side here, you know, Nick mentioned seeding some power on offense. He already was, but even more so becoming a more CEO type of coach like Dan Campbell. You know, Ben Johnson's really taking control of that offense. Kind of like what Pete Prescaro said, right? A leader of men, CEO coach. Um, and the two names that are being thrown around right now for the OC that I've been seeing is Cliff Kingsbury and Texans QB coach Gerard Johnson. Uh, the one thing I will say about uh, Cliff, you know, it could be great. It could be terrible. I know that's easy to say, but I think he'd immediately be the smartest person in the, in the coaching room. And I, I don't think Nick is going to like that kind of like Gannon all over again. But I mean, Kingsbury has done some sweet stuff with some talented players. I think, I think he would unleash Hertz. Um, I, I really hope honestly compared to Gerard Johnson, right? Cause at this point we're looking at Brian Johnson 2.0. We saw what happened last time. We put a quarterback's coach into the OC position. Um, and look, like I get it. This, the Texans look great this year, but is it really Gerard Johnson or is Shroud that good? You know what I mean? So I don't know. I, I definitely would not want to hire Gerard Johnson, but I would not be upset with Cliff Kingsbury at all. I would honestly give that an A grade. Um, you know, you see what he's doing with Caleb Williams. He he might want to go where Caleb Williams goes, and he's mentioned that. But uh, I don't know. You know, like I said, there's not too much information out there right now. So 
we'll focus more in on the OC when we get some more information. But the last thing I wanted to talk about was the Covey situation. So for those that are not familiar with the situation, uh, Yakib Sports, and you know, it went viral. Uh, they tweeted out, Britton Covey mentioned that Jalen Hurts' personality can be a little bit intimidating, possibly adding to the team tension, per at Philly Inquirer. Covey said, well, I've always had the time to go in and talk to any coach, an open-door policy, but I didn't because I was scared to do to scared to death to go in there. He equated that to the same thing as Jalen Hurts. I believe I can go talk to him, but I never did because I was scared to death. Now, before we get into Cubby's response, I think we as fans have to understand that the reason why there's so much drama and media coverage over the Philadelphia Eagles is partially due to us. And that's not any shot at us at all, but look, we're one of the most passionate, if not most passionate fan bases in the league. We love our team. We can never get enough Eagle football, no matter how good, bad they are. And the media knows that. They know if they publish a story about the Eagles, our social media presence, it's going to generate clicks. It's going to generate comments and arguments. And I think we kind of have to be careful here when we see all these stories breaking out about the Eagles, especially in national media. Because they know what they're doing. They know we're going to react. So I'm not saying take everything with a grain of salt here. Like, obviously, there has to be some truth to it. But I think this is an example of just something blown completely out of proportion here. Or not even blown out of proportion, just something completely false. So following that tweet, uh, Covey answered. And uh, it's a bit of a thread here, but let me read it to you. Britton Covey tweeted, Normally, I don't respond to things like this because I'd hope that people don't believe everything they hear slash read. Jalen is the best leader I've ever been around. So you can hear it straight from me, not someone else. I never said he was unapproachable or I was scared of him. Someone asked me if Jalen's stoic personality turned people away and if he was intimidating slash unapproachable, to which I basically said that I've had coaches like that in the past, but Jalen, all caps, wasn't like that. And the moment you talk with him, you realize how approachable he is. I truly don't get this narrative. Jalen's authenticity is what makes him a great leader. He'll eat lunch with the, quote, lowest, unquote, ranking guys on the team, like myself. He is a great friend and teammate. So, you know, like I said, uh, that report that was getting blown out, I honestly, you know, at the time, obviously, you overreact a little bit. You're like, oh, man, like I thought – the whole thing with Jalen was his leadership. But, uh, you know, clearly that was just a false report. Britton Covey comes out, puts it all to rest. Um, and one more thing I wanted to talk about a little bit is I've heard talks that Swift is likely out of Philadelphia. Let's be honest here. That's really not a surprise. It shouldn't be a surprise. We all know how he doesn't pay running backs after the DeMarco Murray situation. Uh, it sucks. Look, I, I love Swift. You heard, you know, my listeners this year, you guys know every single episode, I was just like, feed Swift, feed Swift, feed Swift, which we never did. Uh, and, you know, that kind of leads me, I'm going off on a tangent here, but it's something Nick said in the, in the press conference is, you know, I know it was going stale. I know it was going stale. And uh, Tony from NBC Sports Philadelphia, he, he asked him in December, and he was like, you know, why Why did you make a change at the D.C. when we switched from Decide to Patricia, but not the O.C.? To which Nick responded, well, we're running the same thing as last year. So almost like it should be working, but it's not. 
come on, man, that's not how the NFL works. You know, you, you got to keep adjusting. And, you know, the fact that we didn't adjust at all, again, speaks volumes to why kind of Nick's going to be seeding some power on offense. Like I said before, the CEO type of coach. Um, but yeah, just, just some news there that Swift is most likely not going to return. And uh, one last thing. I just thought, you know, Howie really has became unscathed from this season. And look, I'm I, I'm the first to say he's definitely not the primary reason that these things happen. But look, the last time we made the Super Bowl was with great linebacker play in 2017. And even last year, you know, TJ Edwards was an absolute beast. He wanted to come back. You know, the report comes out he never got a call. And look, I'll admit it, I, I'm wrong too about this because I believed in Howie's logic of scraping by with mediocre linebackers, you know, hoping you have a breakout star like Edwards was and beefing up the D-line. Uh, but let's look at the top two uh, Super Bowl favorites this year, right? The Niners and the Ravens. They have the two best linebacker cores in the NFL. You got Fred Warner and Dre Greenlaw and Patrick Queen and Roquan Smith. And I think that kind of speaks volumes to how – we need to adjust just because things work one year. That doesn't mean it's going to work next year. And I mean, clearly linebackers are crucial. I mean, obviously it's worked in the past, but the best two teams in the league this year have the best two linebacker cores. So we'll see what we can do with that. Um, and other things too, you know, Kayvon Wallace, I mentioned this in an episode earlier this year, we let him go. Obviously, he didn't get that much playing time, but, you know, Tennessee fans are ecstatic. He's, I'm not saying he's a stud, but he was a solid player for them this year. We let him go. Kevin Byard, I mean, it's it's hard to judge because the whole defense was just absolute crap. But, you know, definitely made some moves that were questionable. Um, but, yeah, I, I don't know. I just wanted to – not throwing Howie under the bus at all, but I feel like he kind of – escaped this whole season with no criticism and I, you know you, you got to put some blame on him and obviously I'm most upset with the coaching but uh yeah I just went off on a complete tangent there um but that's all I have for you guys today um tomorrow I think we're going to do an NFC conference championship preview so NFC and AFC conference championship preview so something a little different uh not involving the birds but um yeah Thanks for tuning in again, and as always, go Birds! 